Ladies and gentlemen of the Ring Crew Army, welcome to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and we are back today with night one of the new beginning, but this is part two. So remember in the previous episode, I said that this will be broken up into two parts because I didn't want to overwhelm you guys with a lot of wrestling and me breaking down these matches and breaking down the stories. So for night one, part two, we will be going over the amazing IWGP heavyweight tag team championship match that featured your champions, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and Tachi, who are the challengers in this match. But before we get into this amazing tag match, I just want to give a shout out to all of my day ones, current, new, and future listeners of the Square Circle podcast. You guys make this possible. You guys make this happen. Thank you for always listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, streaming service device. And thank you for also either signing up to New Japan Pro Wrestling or thinking to sign up to New Japan Pro Wrestling to follow along when I have my discussions about the matches on the card. Everything I do is because I love it and wrestling is my super passion. And thank you for coming along for the ride, especially wherever you listen from. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed the breakdowns of the matches and the story and everything else that I do for this podcast So I don't have any major news to report on New Japan Pro Wrestling at the moment. So why not just get right into this amazing match? So again, I'm going over Tamatanga Tungaloa, who are our IWGP heavyweight tag team champions and also known as the Gorillas of Destiny from Bullet Club, taking on Zack Zabra Jr. and Tachi. So for weeks... Tamatanga has been torturing Tachi about his iron fingers, the iron finger gloves that Tama has been hiding from him. And apparently these iron fingers give Tachi a different persona. I don't know too much of this lore, but it's kind of fun seeing Tamatanga being the comedian. We all know that he's great at talking shit. And we all know that he is a funny guy. It's just that when you get on his bad side, you really don't want to see that. But regardless, we get a very funny Tamatanga halfway through this match and then later on him and his brother are such a really good tag team that they really give Zack Zabra Jr. and Tachi a run for their money and then with Zack Zabra Jr. it's been so long that I've watched a Zack Zabra Jr. match that watching him compete in New Japan Pro Wrestling in this tag team match just reminded me of how great of an athlete he is and how smooth and quick he is with all of his attacks. And there is no time or space wasted in between attacks. And he really gets down to make sure that one move flows onto the next move and onto the next move. And I remember watching him in Ring of Honor and he was one of the guys that was like, you have to watch him, you have to follow his career. And he's in New Japan. He's doing pretty well for himself. I just don't see him as a tag team guy. I always see him as a singles wrestler. And I see him as being one of the great singles wrestlers that there is just based on 
everything that he does in the ring and how he can stretch his opponent a million different ways and do all these cool moves that are so freaking devastating. And one day I will definitely love to see my client, JD Alpha, wrestle Zack Zaber Jr. And obviously I have to root for my client, but I will also be a little afraid because my client is going to come out looking like a pretzel. And I know I'm supposed to hype him up, but it's Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr. turns people into pretzels and that's what he does. But Zack Sabre Jr. put on a phenomenal wrestling match against Tunga Loa in this match. And Loa's reaction to the power that Zack Sabre Jr. puts into all of his moves, especially the European uppercuts that he gave Tunga Loa during this match. You can hear Loa in pain. You can hear him cry out and cursing up a storm against Zack Zaber Jr. because of how powerful his attacks were towards him. And just hearing that very clearly, I was just like, that shit had to hurt. His arm definitely had to hurt when Zack Zaber Jr. was focusing on his arm and everything else. That's why I appreciate pure wrestling sometimes. You know, I always say on this podcast that working on the body part is very important and it helps you in the long run, especially if you have a submission move. And when you work on that body part, you're able to weaken it. And then that makes your opponent tap out faster. It's just simple psychology. And of course, Zack Zaber Jr. is one of those guys who is a master at his craft, is a master at mat wrestling, ground wrestling, technical wrestling, whatever you want to call it. Zack Sabre Jr. is definitely a master at that, and he does it like no one else. And he's one of the best in New Japan Pro Wrestling when it comes to that kind of style. So let me go into the match and break this down, but I wanted to give Zack Sabre Jr. a small little spotlight before I do that just because he is a really great athlete and he works really well with Tamatanga Tangaloa. I just don't know if Tachi is the best tag partner for him, but I don't know too much of their history. So that's why I can't really give a better assessment of that. But let's just jump into the match. So we start off with Tamatanga coming down the aisle with a bag full of presents for Tachi. It is not even Christmas. We're in February, you know, and Valentine's is right around the corner. So he might have been thinking ahead of time to bring those presents down. But again, this is playing into the psychology of getting under Tachi's skin because Tachi does not have the iron finger gloves Tamatanga has stolen it away just to be funny and stupid and has been torturing him ever since. Tama then throws the bag full of presents into the ring and Tachi automatically goes to it and tries to start looking inside of the bags. Tachi takes the bait and this allows the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa to take advantage and attack Zack Zaber Jr. and Tachi before the bell. Tachi then does a kick to Tamatanga and... That's when Tachi is allowed to search the bag. And as he's searching the bags, he finds a loaf of bread, a hand puppet, some other things as well. And then we finally get to the last 
bag and Tamatanga is protecting that last bag. He does not want Tachi to open that bag. So they are on the outside. They're fighting for position. And at one point, Tama pushes Tachi into the guardrail and the bag flies over onto the Japanese commentator's desk. And I'm guessing there's a familiar face there that's friends with Tachi because he calls for him and Tachi allows his buddy to open the bag. And when he opens the bag, he pulls out a red push-up bra. That was some pretty funny shit right there. Like, I cracked up at it. I thought it was a clever thing that Tamatanga did and... Too bad Kevin Kelly did not have anyone on commentary with him to kind of say something comedic about it. Like, I don't know, if I was on commentary, I probably would have been like, oh, look, there goes my bra or something. You know, um, I'm not shy about that kind of stuff. And I thought it was pretty funny that he decided to put a bra inside of a bag to trick Tachi into thinking that it was the iron gloves, but... That's Tamatanga, and that's the kind of humor that I think him and probably Bullet Club has anyway when they want to be funny about something, when they want to be trolls about something, because as much as Bullet Club is a cohesive unit, they can also be the biggest trolls and troll everyone around them just to get under people's skins and go on from there. And I thought this was a perfect just a mini funny segment of showing a red push-up bra by american standards it would have been labeled as juvenile and stupid and tamatanga would had had every name thrown at him from women who probably would have never liked that spot but guess what me being a female podcaster talking about professional wrestling I have no problem with that. That was a really funny segment of putting a red bra in there. So Tamatanga has my approval. He's not going to get any name called by me because he is such a amazing wrestler. Probably a fantastic guy as well. So I appreciate his work. And that was just comedy. And I can take a joke. And it's all good. It is all good. I just think that Tama in the back was like, this is going to be clever. And... It was definitely a clever move. So after the comedy spot was revealed, Tachi decides to choke Tama and then Loa comes in to save Tama from that. Loa starts fighting with Zack Zaber Jr. And then Tamatanga chops Taichi's chest and then suplex Taichi as well. There are two sentons done by Tama and Loa and then a series of elbows from Loa to Tachi. The Gorillas of Destiny are keeping Tachi in their corner, away from Zack Zaber Jr. There is a dropkick by Tamatanga to Tachi. Tachi then tries to get some kicks into Tama, but Tama ends up giving Tachi a high jumping kick and then tags out to Loa. Loa then sends Tachi into the corner. Tachi does an elbow and a kick to Loa to create some type of distance, some type of separation between the two. Tachi then does a sidestep when Loa comes after him and does a step up in Siguri. This allows him to go over to his tag team partner, Zack Zaber Jr., and give him the tag. Zack Zaber Jr. is fresh. He comes in with a hot combo of European uppercuts 
and Loa stops at least one of them with a palm strike to Zack Zabel Jr. There's more European uppercuts, a powerful forearm from Zack Zabel Jr. to Loa. And this is where you hear Loa in clear as day that those stiff shots that Zack Zabel Jr. is giving to him actually hurt and they're very powerful. Then Zack Zabel Jr. does a series of kicks, like a bicycle kick to Loa's right arm and then a soccer kick to Loa's left arm. And then Zack Zabel Jr. starts working on Loa's left arm so that way he can apply the armbar. Zack Zabel Jr. then does a neck crank to Tamatanga. Tamatanga is clearly in pain. You can also hear that on the camera as well and he rolls out of the ring there's stiff kicks to Loa's chest and Zack Zabel Jr. still stomps on Loa's triceps while Loa holds the rope there is no rope break even if the referee tells Zack Zabel Jr. to let him go Zack Zabel Jr. is like fuck this I'm still gonna do it Zack Zabel Jr. has a hold on Tunga Loa's arm and Loa finally breaks free from that with overhead shots and gives him a forearm to create some type of separation. However, Zach comes back quickly with two kicks to Loa and Loa manages to get a spear in again to create some type of space between the two because if not, Zach David Jr. is definitely going to destroy Loa's arm further and that's going to hinder his ability to help out the, on the next night. When we have the six man never open weight tag team championship match, then. But Tonga Loa is such a warrior that he's going to power through the rest of the match. So Tama Tonga comes in with shots. This is without a tag. There is a neck breaker by Tama to Zack Zabel Jr. And then once again, the Gorillas of Destiny are back up on their feet attacking Zack Zabel Jr. They have him in the position for the magic killer. However, Zack Zabel Jr. kicks Loa away and then soccer kicks Tama's arm. There is a running charge to Zack Zabel Jr. in the corner. Loa then goes for an attempted back body powerbomb. However, Zack Zabel Jr. counters that into the guillotine choke. Tai Chi comes in with a submission move of his own onto Tama Tonga. There manages to be a rope break so both men release the guys from their submissions. Zack Zabel Jr. and Tai Chi now attack Loa. Again, Zack Zabel Jr. with the kicks to Tunga Loa. And Loa manages to do a jackhammer to Zack Zabel Jr. Tai Chi is choking Tama Tonga over in the corner. And then hits him with a strong clothesline. There's kicks to Tama's head to his midsection. More kicks. And this brings Tama Tonga down onto the mat. But then Tama Tonga comes back with the Tonga twist to Tachi. At this point, Tama Tonga is like, fuck these guys. Tachi then slips out of the gun stun. Tama catches Tachi's leg, spins him around for another attempt for the gun stun. Tachi counters with Dangerous T, which is just a side suplex. Tachi then goes for the cover, but Tama Tonga kicks out. Loa enters the ring and does a running power slam to Tachi. Zack Zabel Jr. tries to save Tachi. He jumps on Loa's back, but Tama and Loa get Zack Zabel Jr. into the guerrilla warfare move. Then a double team net breaker on Tachi. Tachi counters with a suplex on Tama Tonga. Tama and Loa were going to do the super power bomb, but that got voided. 
There is a leg kick, leg sweep, a kick in the head to Loa, some more European uppercuts with forearms to Tama. Then both Zack Zabra Jr. and Tachi do their finisher. It's called the Zack Mephisto. This is the first time that I'm seeing this move done, so I don't know too much about the history or even know how to pronounce it right, except for the word and name of Zack. So at this point, Tachi gets the cover pin over Tamatanga, and we all thought that was going to be the end of the match and we'll have new tag team champions. However, that's not the case. Loa comes in and pulls the referee out, and the power that Loa has has this referee hit his head against the barricade. Now we get a test of strength between Loa and Tachi with a bunch of clothesline. And then two kicks take down Loa and all members of both teams are down. Coming down the ramp is Jado. Jado comes in with the iron fingers and he screams towards Tamatanga and Tama stirs and gets the iron fingers. He puts them on and he starts jesting in the ring and Tai Chi sees this. However, Doki comes in to try to save the day and Tama uses the iron fingers on Doki first. Doki rolls out to the ringside area and then Tachi stirs and kicks the iron finger gloves off of Tamatanga. And Tachi goes over to the iron fingers, puts it on, and now he is a completely different person. Zack Zabra Jr. comes in to hold Tamatanga down and yells for Tachi to hit Tamatanga. But the referee finally stirs and gets into the ring and stops Tachi from using the iron fingers. Tachi does not want to listen. Tachi pushes the referee down into the corner and uses the iron fingers onto Tamatanga. This causes a disqualification. So the challengers of this match, Zack Zabra Jr. and Tachi, have lost the match due to that interference of the iron gloves. And then Tachi turns around to strike the referee as well and starts going crazy. And he finally got the iron fingers and the Gorillas of Destiny retain their IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships because of this. At this point, they finally calm down Tachi and remove the Iron Fingers from him and put it in the bag and he becomes back to normal. This loss probably bothers Zack Zabra Jr. a little bit in the head, but he was happy that Tachi got the Iron Fingers back and just imagine this whole entire time the story was where the Iron Fingers, what has Tamatanga done with them? You know, it's such a silly, simple storyline, but it got under Tachi's skin so much that he allowed the essence of the Iron Fingers to take over him and just hit everybody with it and cause a disqualification and all this work to build up to this climax only to lose it all because all you ever wanted was the iron fingers back which brings me into the post-match comments from both the gorillas of destiny and zach zaber jr so let's start with the gorillas of destiny first tamatanga and tangaloa are two of the best in-ring competitors as a tag team And just by watching this match and seeing the 
level of intensity mixed in with comedy mixed in with amazing wrestling ability is really refreshing and really nice. And they obviously take this industry very serious. You know, they're from the Samoan dynasty and they have like a huge ass legacy to live up to and they're doing really great with it. And during the post comments, Tangaloa has such a deep intensity that sometimes you think that he might end up being the quiet one all the time just because Tamatanga is out there always talking shit to people and Tamatanga really doesn't shut up. So, you know, the dynamic of them playing off each other is really great. And that's a really good aspect to have in a tag team because you might be focused on Tama and you might think that Tama is the biggest threat you ever came across. But the real threat is to look out for Loa because Loa is the quiet one in a sense, in a way. And if I'm totally wrong and you guys are hearing this, you guys can definitely let me know what's wrong. But that's how they come off as. However, in this post-match comments, Loa was really upset. And Loa was reminding Tachi and Zack Zaber Jr. that we fight for titles. They fight for the championships. That's why they are still the IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. And because Tachi was so focused on the Iron Fingers that he lost focus in what he wanted to achieve. Because obviously Zack Zaber Jr. wants to become tag team champions. So therefore there's one goal, but one person didn't have that one goal. The other one was focused on Iron Fingers versus Zack Zaber Jr. focused on the championships. So Loa gave a very convincing explanation of that both him and his brother fight for championship titles and not stupid things like Iron Fingers. And there's just a really nice dynamic between the two, which I highly appreciate. So Loa was definitely 100% right. Now, discussing Zack Zaber Jr. comments, Zack doesn't know what to do. He thinks he might want to go ahead as a singles competitor because he's always been a singles competitor. Him trying out the tag team division was just... I guess, something to do. He's great all around. So, you know, he shouldn't really limit himself to just being a singles competitor. And I wanted to add some tag team gold to his resume, which is completely great. You can hear how unsure he is of his future when it comes to being a tag team partner with Tachi. And he's extremely happy that Tachi got the iron fingers back. But I think Zack Zaber Jr. at the end of the day wanted those IWGP heavyweight tag team championships. Both Zack Zaber Jr. and Tachi have been building and building and building the story up alongside the Gorillas of Destiny while the Gorillas of Destiny are tag teaming with Jay White to antagonize the never open weight six man tag team champions. So they're doing double duty, but this story basically comes to a crashing halt because Tachi got the Iron Fingers back. Zack Zaber Jr. may want to go as a singles competitor and then the Gorillas of Destiny can focus full-time on trying to take the other belt away from the other guys. It's all good. Eventually, Zack Zaber Jr. did say that he may come back to try to get those tag team championship belts off of 
Gorillas of Destiny. We'll see when the future gets here. We'll see what happens. But currently, right now, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tangaloa are still our IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. And that match is definitely going down as a really good match for the month of February. February has definitely been giving us really good matchups. And I like to always take a moment to be like, yep, that match was really good in this month and that month. And that's what I will be doing. I was thinking of putting a podcast episode together to talk about the greatest matches every three months. And this tag team match is definitely going to be one of them for the month of February. Not exactly sure how it's going to play out, but that's what I'm thinking of doing. So New Japan Pro Wrestling delivers on their performances and their stories. Even if you are not fluent in Japanese or don't know Japanese, you guys can definitely turn on the closed captioning option whenever they upload videos to their YouTube channel. So that way you could get a little bit more familiar with the storylines and get the gist of it just because you want to follow what happens. Like I said, I try the best that I can to bring you the storylines and to bring it to life and to keep kayfabe alive. New Japan Pro Wrestling is probably the only business around that keeps kayfabe alive. AEW does it too, but then sometimes it might get pushed. It might get pulled back only because, you know, people have vlogs and stuff to do. And sometimes it kind of destroys the character in a sense. But I'm really happy that New Japan Pro Wrestling provides kayfabe and provides me with challenges. So that way I can deep dive into the psyche of some of these guys and some of the moves and the stories inside the ring. And that's what makes me super happy whenever I do these podcast episodes. I like breaking down stuff and just picking the puzzle apart rather than putting the puzzle back together. And if I need to put the puzzle back together, that means that I have completed the story and there's no more threads to tie up. So ladies and gentlemen, that is my assessment of one of the greatest matches I've ever watched in the month of February. Like I said, the Gorillas of Destiny still retain their IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, please make sure to drop me some love. You can find me on social media. I am very active on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows. You can leave a voice message on the Anchor app, which is anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. And if you're a listener on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you could definitely search for squared circle podcast. It will pop up. Thank you for listening on all kinds of platforms. I highly appreciate it. Like I said, I love what I do. And if you guys want to take it a step further, I do write wrestling articles. I have an article up about Jay White, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, head over to theringcrew.substack.com. The next episode on the Square Circle podcast, we'll be talking about night two of The New Beginning. This will include the six-man never-open-weight tag team championship that includes Jay White, Tamatanga, Tangaloa taking on Ishii, Goto, and Yoshiashi. And after that podcast would be AEW Dynamite. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, come along for the ride. I have a lot more wrestling content to give you guys and just keep on showing me love. You have been listening to the Square Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys in the next one.